0: When you have regular debt and get in a bind, you can negotiate with debtors where your total debt is going to dictate how much each debtor gets paid. But when you owe the IRS, they want to dictate how much everyone gets paid, including you. I'm Deltrice Hart-Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. And here are five money moves to avoid when you owe the IRS so that you stay in control. So you have a student loan debt that you've been paying like clockwork, no issue, $250 a month. Fast forward inflation where the gas prices are extremely high. Grocery bills are much higher as well. And Life happens. You have to buy a new car because yours broke down. Perhaps you have a new kid on the way. There's wear and tear in your home. You have things that need to be fixed. Whatever the case may be, you name it, your financial house is no longer the way it used to be. You could have been paying $2,000 a month in Bills right a part of that was the $250 for your student loan now financial life happens and that $2,000 a month in bills have has shot up to $2,800 a month in bills now you didn't get a raise on your job you didn't switch jobs and now have more income your income is still the same But your bills are way more. Let's go back to the student loan. So you contact the student loan lender and say, hey, student loan people, I know I've been paying you faithfully $250 a month, but life has happened to me. My utility bill has gone up. My um, grocery bill has gone up. Gas, gas went up and I needed a new car with the student, with the utilities and the groceries and the gas, you couldn't afford to pay any more. So what do you do? You go and get a credit card and with that credit card, that is now another bill. Okay. So again, your bills have shot up from $2,000 to, let's say, $2,800. Call up student loan. Student loan, my bills have gone up. Here's my proof. I can't pay you guys 250 anymore. I can only afford to pay you $100. Student loan says, okay, that's fine. We're going to renegotiate this debt. And starting next month, instead of paying us $250, you're going to pay us $100 a month. All is good with the world, right? You have negotiated your student loan bill to be lower than it was before to a payment that you can afford, right? What happened? How did you do this? Well, your total overall household bills dictated how much you could pay back the student loan company each month now that trick works for the student loan or I should say those negotiations not that trick because it's not a trick but those types of negotiations may work for student loans it may even work for credit card companies but guess who it doesn't work on it doesn't work on the IRS why because the IRS does not care about your total expenses the IRS will not allow your total expenses to dictate how much money you are able to pay them the IRS will cherry-pick based on the tax law the IRS will determine Which of those bills, doesn't matter that you went from 2000 to 2800, the IRS will look at which bills they decide will be considered allowable so that your bill can be reduced with them. Your monthly payment can be reduced, if at all, with them. Okay, so if you have to get certain things, if you have to purchase certain items, if you have to spend extra money, that's a different story. But if you were strategizing to spend on certain things, knowing that you could negotiate with your debtors, Think again with the IRS, your money move has to be different. So here are five money moves to avoid when you owe the IRS. Money move number one to avoid is buying the latest, greatest, biggest, baddest vehicle. So if your car note or car lease is going to be $800 a month, the IRS does not care about that $800 a month because they're only going to give you credit for $588 a month. That's it. So don't go out there thinking that you can just go and get you this brand new car and the IRS is going to say, okay, you have to pay for your car so you don't have to pay us right now. It ain't going to happen. Another one of those money moves to avoid is getting a credit card. So you get a credit card and now you have this monthly bill for five, six, seven years. The IRS is not going to care about your credit card bill. Why? Whatever you charge on the credit card probably could have been avoided or you could have deferred purchasing whatever you made until you paid off the IRS. Number three, voluntary retirement contributions. So there are government employees who have required or involuntary retirement contributions. So there, um, the government requ- requires them to make contributions to their retirement. But if you're making extra. Or just voluntary contributions to your retirement plan the IRS doesn't consider this as an allowable expense when you owe them money number four life insurance policies and not just any life insurance policies but the ones that you want to avoid is the whole life policy now I don't care what your financial advisor is going to say. Your financial advisor may not even know that you're in tax trouble. That's another thing. Okay. So if you have a financial advisor and they're telling you, oh, whole life is fine and you need, or this universal life policy, whatever it is, don't do it thinking that the IRS is going to care. The IRS does not allow a deduction for any life insurance premium. Unless it is term life. Lastly, money move number five to avoid when you owe the IRS is not allocating cash to pay future taxes. Okay, so if you are able to get put on a payment plan, or if you find yourself eligible for currently non collectible status. If you end up owing the IRS in the next year or years to come, guess what? The IRS will, if you're in currently non collectible, they will get you out of currently non collectible and you will owe whatever they say that you owe. If you're in a payment plan, you will get kicked out of the payment plan and you will have to try to apply for the payment plan again or your payment plan will increase so the last thing you want to do is keep piling up taxes mm-hmm. So, guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope there was some nugget that you were able to receive that will help you on getting the IRS out of your pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts. If you are ready to deal with your situation head on, we're here to help you and support you in a non judgmental way please schedule a time to chat with me at www.callthetaxpro.com. That's www.callthetaxpro.com. And if you should decide to go it alone, please just keep these tips in mind. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Thank you guys so much for listening once again. Till next time. Bye, y'all.